It's Al Cole from CBS Radio, and I want to tell you about a renaissance woman who excels at everything she puts her innovative mind to. And you know, I'm going to start it out like this. What would you say if I told you that I was going to introduce you to a lady who is a very successful business entrepreneur and a world-class creative force as a realtor, interior designer, hosts charity golf tournaments for wildlife, and is the cutting-edge author of the stunning Magical Forces Within? Well, Al, I'd say make the introduction, brother. <laughs> I've just been dying to learn some of all of those things from somebody who sounds like a real magnetic lady. <laughs> well, you're in luck because not only can you learn about the fabulous life accomplishments of this woman, whose name happens to be Rhonda Grant, <laughs> but week in and week out, Rhonda will introduce you to some of the most exciting guests on the planet as she hosts her own awesome podcast, the Rhonda Grant Show on Contact Talk Radio. Week to week, Rhonda skillfully weaves the magical forces within her with the extraordinary discoveries in the sometimes ordinary lives of her guests who blossom before your very eyes through the guidance and know-how of such a skilled and sensitive host as Rhonda Grant. you got to check it out. Check out all the action at rhondagrantauthor.com. That's rhondagrantauthor.com. Dot com to witness the extraordinary discoveries in otherwise ordinary lives. And I hear some of you asking right now, well, Al, how do you know all this? <laughs> I'll tell you. It's because I weave some of the same magic on my own nationally syndicated show called People of Distinction. It's all about humanity at its best. Every guest with extraordinary things to say about the magical forces within life itself. Get it? So check them out. The Rhonda Grant Show, Extraordinary Discoveries in Ordinary Lives, and People of Distinction, created by me, Al Cole from CBS Radio, now hosted by my amazing son, Benji Cole. You can check out People of Distinction on Apple Music or email me for exciting updates on my music and my books, too, especially Romance for Women on Amazon. Email me at al at alcoholic.com. You heard me right. That's A L at A-L-C-O-L-E-H-O-L-I-C.com. And I really want to thank my CBS radio listeners for coming up with that handle, Alcoholic. <laughs> Seems like from day one, my listeners have been saying, Al, we love what you're doing there, brother. In fact, we're hooked on it. We're Alcoholics. So here we go in classic form with a swing of a golf club as she hosts another charity golf tournament for wildlife and another incomparable Rhonda Grant show. So all together, everybody, here's Rhonda. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Rhonda Grant show right now. And I have many great guests on this show and I have a great guest coming up. If you've been searching for a deeper meaning in your life, go to Amazon and pick up my book, Magical Forces Within. You know, we're all ordinary people having extraordinary experiences, and we have a fantastic guest on the show today, Jolene Pat Kyle. Jolene is a singer, songwriter, and actor from beautiful Kings County, Prince Edward Island, Canada. Jolie started singing before her first steps, growing up in a musical family where her mother played in a country band, and she and her siblings did the concert circuit. 
After marrying and raising three sons with her husband, Julius, she began to return to her musical roots. With two CDs under her belt and numerous compilation CDs, she found herself performing from one end of the island to the other. From country Celtic, you can find her singing with treble with girls, lady singers of her century, and even on Facebook, singing with her mother called simply Mama and Me. Currently, you'll find Jolie portraying Loretta Lynn in her show called The Long Lane Home. This particular show has been very well received by audiences and has sold out all summer. This very unique venue, Music at the Manse, is where the magic happens, where you will experience the life and story of Loretta Lynn as she grows from a little country girl to the country legend we all know and love. Jolie says she enjoys walking in Loretta's footsteps, feels a special kinship with her songs, and gets super emotional as she portrays this woman she admires so much. Along with all that, it doesn't hurt that she gets to wear beautiful gowns and gets all draw dolled up. We're going to find out more about her extraordinary experiences. Hi, Jolie, and welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show. Hi, Rhonda, and thank you so much for asking me to be on here. You're welcome. Well, I've been following you on Facebook for a little while, and I especially love your um, uh, the music that you sing with your mom, uh, Mama and Me. On the Hill sometimes is where you're singing. Yeah, it's the, that's where I was born and raised in Burlington, Irish town, right on the County Line Road. And uh, the top of the hill is actually probably one of the higher points of our island, and if you can get uh, if you can get the little our little rigs up the top of the hill, you get a beautiful panoramic view of the island and Long River, and it's a very good internet connection there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fantastic! Well, that's good when yeah, you get all the way up there and you still have a good connection. That's awesome. Um, going to uh, your show that you are doing right now, the Long Lane Home. Did you create that show, Jolie, or would, did you try out for that part and and secure the part? No, I didn't try out because uh, in the past, past oh seven years, I suppose I've been part of a group called Lady Singers of Our Century where I portray Loretta Lynn, Crystal Gale, Dolly Parton, and even Emmylou Harris. Nice. Uh, and that, when COVID hit, that kind of uh, all stopped. Like, like everything else, music and concert-wise, it all ended. So as things started to open up a little bit more this past uh, five months, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, I was contacted by uh, Tim Archer, who runs Music at the Manse. And he said, would you ever consider doing a show uh, just yourself. And I said, well, I don't know who would come to see that. Just me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it would get kind of boring, right? If there was no harmony or anything, but we actually downloaded some beautiful, uh, bed tracks of Loretta's songs with the harmonies on them. And so, uh, yeah, that's kind of where it took off. I kind of wrote the, the gist of it. I don't have a script per se. I kind of, uh, as I go along from the young Loretta to, as I age, and my makeup ages and everything, her outfits age, so does her story. So every song of hers has a story that's special to Loretta. And uh, so I kind of do that. I don't go point, 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 point. That would just be boring. I play mm-hmm. Loretta, I am Loretta. So when I come out there, I'm speaking like her. I, I dress like her. I, I tease the men in the audience an awful lot because a lot of her songs are giving them all 
pack, you know, but uh, mm-hmm. she says sometimes you just need a little slap upside of the head, those men. Oh, dear. <laughs> Back when you got away with stuff like that, eh? And uh, so the early country music singers, songwriters wrote about their lives. The, you know, the, the music is so emotional because they, they actually lived those uh, stories that they sang about. And so what are some of the sto- um, songs that you sing during that show? Um, well, I do, well, most of her, her, her big ones, I suppose, uh, don't come home a drinking. Yes. Behind that, uh, coal miner's daughter, of course, cause that's the story of her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's on the way. That's a good old one. Oh yeah. Uh, fist city. It's like telling the girl to lay off or she's going to meet your fist. <laughs> uh, I do a, a couple that, um, I actually just learned one is called where I learned to pray. It's a, a song she wrote about uh, growing up in Butcher Hall or where they did not have a church, but they were all oh. very people. So their school became their church. So the where I learned to pray was in the, the little one-room school that became a church on Sunday. That has a nice story to it. Um, uh, somebody Somewhere actually is one of her songs that I just love. And I... yes. And I usually sing that after Love is a Foundation, which is a song she sang for her husband when he was uh, ill and not doing well. It's about, you know, love is not perfect, but does that mean it isn't love? Because their their marriage was uh, uh, probably not an easy one, but they loved each other very much. And they were married for 48 years once he died. So when he died, the song that I sing next is uh, Somebody Somewhere, because even though you know, for Loretta, she's uh, like, I speak, a lot of people get the second chance at love that another person may come into their life that, that fills that loneliness. But for her, that didn't happen. He was her mm-hmm. one only. So somebody somewhere don't know what he's missing tonight is, is a song that I, I sing. And it, it makes me tear up every time. And if you look out in the audience, everyone is just, they're just eyes are just swimming. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know the story behind that story, that song. Yeah. It's a, have, oh, have you heard it? Have you ever heard yes. It? Yes, I have heard it. Yeah. But I just, well, what I'm doing is since I talked to you last, I, I keep on singing in my head the choruses of some of the songs. I don't know all the words to the songs mm-hmm. um, other than Cold Miner's Daughter. But um, yeah, but I've, I've heard that song and I sing the, the chorus in my head, but uh, I, I didn't realize the meaning of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's what I take from it. And uh, I watched her sing it on, uh, on YouTube and it's just, I don't know. It just hits me, hits me every time, but um, yeah. And then the last uh, song that uh, one of the last songs she probably recorded was one she did with uh, Willie Nelson called lay me down, which is how I ended the show before coming back and singing Cold Miner's Daughter, because it's talks about at the end of our life, you know, we just want to go peacefully and be happy and proud of what we've done, you know, and then mm-hmm. end of life, you can go peacefully. Yeah. Lay me down. That's a beautiful one too. Mm-hmm. Not old, I, kind of new. But yeah. yeah. I love that one for sure. Uh, she's had a wonderful run um, as a, as a singer songwriter. Um, and I mean, it spans generations, right? It does. It does. And when she, 
when she uh, left her little country home there and headed to Nashville, I mean, that was quite a, a big jump for her. Um, and she was very fortunate to find a friend in Patsy Cline because she uh, helped her through all the transitions and taught her how to dress. And, and when she died so suddenly, that's, uh, that was very hard for her, but she kept her, the lessons she was taught in her head and it kept her, uh, kept her grounded and not let, she was so scared that she was gonna just get taken right over by the big wigs in Nashville. Oh. But she didn't, she learned enough through Patsy and, uh, and she was, had a pretty good strong head on her shoulder and a, a strong faith and uh, yeah. So she did very well. I tell you, she was quite a worker. She said, it's a, it's my work and I love it and I'll do it as long as I can, you know? Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Yeah. So how long is the show? Is it a couple hours? Yeah. It doors open at six. It, it starts uh, at seven and it's usually nine 30. It's finished. So it starts out. I, I have, I do four, four uh, costume changes and my husband Julius is my doolittle. And, uh, oh yes, <laughs> I, I I call him out every once in a while through the performance. He gets me in net of my dresses because if he didn't, I'd still be wearing them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's about two and a half hours, and there's an intermission. And uh, as I say, I have to run off, and I do a change, and I come back. And while I'm changing, then uh, the gentleman that it's kind of like the MC, he'll do a little story about Loretta or. He might even sing a song, you know, something like that. He's, he can play, he plays my Conway for a couple Okay. Of he's a very, uh, he's an awesome singer himself. So uh, he, he played, I said, you all going to listen to Conway now while I go get changed. <laughs> <laughs> but it keeps everything flowing. So it's not, there's no, like, there's no dead air. And the uh. show ends with a little mini movie that we did. Uh, we had a little uh, young lady from, uh, I think Holland College or UP, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. And she actually did a, a, a movie where I'm sitting down. And I don't know if you've ever seen the one where Loretta, she's just speaking, Cole Miner's daughter. She's no. talking, she's not singing it. And I, I did the same. I dressed in her as, as her and I sat down and I just did it all. So that's kind of starts the, the show. And then I end it by singing that. So it's, yeah, it kind of brings it full circle. And do you ever get really emotional uh, while you're singing a song and have to really concentrate on not crying? Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. I tell you, it makes it hard is because this is a very personal little venue. 34 people is the max that you can put into it. So okay. you're very, so it's, it's, I mean, it's nobody's crowded. It's all distanced properly, but it's, it's a smaller venue. So it's more, um, Intimate. It's that's the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. You can see, right? You can see people. It's not like you're in a. Sometimes it's harder to play to a smaller group than stand on stage and have hundreds of people in front of you. You know. Oh yes. Or even if I was in a, a living room, someone's living room said, "Oh, Jolie, could you sing me a song?" I go, "Oh, really? You don't want to hear me." <laughs> I just, I get very self-conscious, you know, I've got oh, yes. a group, but I'm really enjoying this experience. I just find that people are very, are just loving it. And they're, they're swaying right into it. Like, and they'll come up after the show and say, Oh, cause they can, there's a, at the end, I invite anyone who wants to, to come up and get their picture taken with Loretta sitting on my, the settee in my living room. And they, they'll come up and, 
And it's just like, oh my God, you look, you look, you sound so much like Loretta. I said, well, I would never say that I'd sound and look like Loretta, but I do my best. And I'm glad that you're taking that away with you, that it's something experience you enjoyed because at the end of the day, that's, that's all you want. You know, I mean, you want people that come to see you to walk away or thinking, no, that wasn't an evening that I wasted. That was good time spent. So that makes mm-hmm. me happy. But it's all inclusive when you allow anybody in the audience to come out, to come up and have a picture taken with you. Um, because in big shows, you, you just don't have that intimacy with your, with uh, your listeners. No. And I know when we did our ladies of the century show, um, we tried, we'd say now if everybody, this was before COVID, of course, mm-hmm. everybody would just remain in their seats. We'd like to go to the end of the hall and, and, and as you leave, you know, say goodbye and thank you for coming. And they will. But I mean, in this situation, it's a it's a smaller venue. So it's it's easier for folks to come and 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 tell you how they if they enjoyed it or, you know, oh, we're coming back. We're bringing friends or, you know, I always say if you like what you what you experience, then, you know, tell a friend and maybe come on back, you know. But like it seems to as long as we can. But I mean, we mm-hmm. have uh well, three more shows in August, and if and if uh, people are wanting to have more, then we will add some dates. But we're not at this point. We're we're just sticking with what we have. And you're sold out each Saturday, right? It's not always a sad. No, it's never a Saturday. It's usually Thursday, oh. Sundays. Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, the sixth of August was actually fell on a Friday, but we tried okay. Thursdays and Sundays. It's just it just kind of works. It seems people enjoy those evenings, you know, it's, it's not midweek and it's not, and Sunday's kind of a relaxing day. People like to come to an evening show and it's not like it's late, late. So you're not making people stay up till 11 o'clock. I mean, people are saying goodbye and, and leaving by 930. So it's still pretty, pretty doable for anybody, even if they have to get up in the morning to work, you know. Mm-hmm. So what other artists do you cover? Well, I have covered, um, not at the moment because of COVID. This is the right. Yeah. But I have done uh, um, Loretta's sister, Crystal, Crystal Gale, and Emmylou Harris. I've been told many times I look like Emmylou. I think it's because I have long, dark hair and cheekbones. I don't know. Yes. Straighten your hair and it can change the look of you, you know. I have a lovely little makeup artist, uh, Sarah Shred, and she's a she takes me from a young Loretta and then the halftime she adds the lashes and I become the older Loretta, more glamorous, I guess. She learned to, you know, dress more fancy and yeah. And I actually, believe it or not, I do I have done Dolly Parton. Yes. Got the wig online and everything and the, the bigger bra. <laughs> <laughs> you have to in a little ways, you know, like you got to help yourself out a little bit, but it's a lot of fun. I thought, I don't know if I can do Dolly. I mean, I can sing Dolly. I love Dolly. Uh-huh. So um, what songs of Dolly's do you sing? I do Code of Many Colors. I yes. Do, um, Nine to Five. Um, Yellow Roses. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah. A few. Because normally when I do her, I'm also doing uh, two, uh, usually two ladies I portray. I portray someone in the first half. Then I change my persona and I portray someone else in the second half. The first half, I have maybe four songs, second half, three, something like that. 
that's when we were doing those shows. But you also have sang on the Pictou Ferry. Well, yeah, it's called Music on Deck. It's a program that's been going on for probably 15 years. Nice. I board the ferry here at Wood Islands. It's usually the one o'clock ferry you get on. And you set up the sound system and you sing a set going over and a set coming back. And uh, on the other side, it's um, it's Nova Scotia artists. So the okay. one crossing music on deck, it's like one side is Nova Scotia and the other side is the island. And, it, and it, it's, it's great. I mean, because you're welcoming. And I like it because I use it as a, a way to welcome people to the island. So I sing a lot of island songs and from artists that are on the island. And just some good old country and a little Celtic and and uh, yeah, it's a really fun fun gig. I'm missing it. We didn't have it last year, and we haven't had it this year yet. I'm I'm hoping that next year it's back. I do too, because that that would be a really good uh, venue um, for well for people that are taking the ferry. We've only taken it once, and as I we talked, I we uh, took it in the morning, so I didn't get to see you. Um, but that would have been interesting if I would have seen you singing on uh, that ferry and then uh, a couple of years later interviewing you on the Rhonda Grant show. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, uh, said, well, why didn't you come and say hello? <laughs> yes, I know. But I mean, those, and actually I would have, uh, if you would have been playing and I, if I loved you, I would certainly be wanting to talk with you for sure. Because as you know, I'm also a singer songwriter myself and, you know, um, and have covered many, many songs. And, and I find sometimes uh, when I've been singing on stage that I really get emotional uh, with some, some songs that I sing and I have to really, um, uh, be, be careful uh, that uh, I, I don't just start <laughs> crying and I could still play my guitar during the crying, but there'd be no singing. Right. Um, so I just wondered uh, what that was like for you, because it is, it is easy to lose yourself uh, in song. Uh, and, and that's a feeling that people want. They want to, they want to feel what you're feeling when you're singing that song, because anybody can sing a song. Right. Right. Well, I think too, I think maybe um, I'm not, when I get emotional like that, I'm, I am portraying, for instance, with the Loretta show. Yes, I am portraying Loretta and I mm-hmm. the things that she must have felt when she was going through certain parts of her life. Yes. And her career, but I'm not acting the emotional part because it, it does, it does get you, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. um, there's one that, uh, uh, if I could only hear my mama pray again. Yes. She, she loved her, her mom so much. And her mom was such a, uh, you know, uh, uh, like an, like a stability for her. Yes, and, and she, she was very spiritual lady. And okay. So when the songs talks about, if I could only hear my mama pray again, if I could only hear her voice, uh, uh, like back then, you know, mm-hmm. happy I would be would mean so much to me if I could hear my mama pray again. Mm-hmm. Of course, you talk about, you know, about your parents. I get emotional. I love my my mom and dad. Oh, oh yeah. My, mm-hmm. Well, my dad has passed, but you know, mm-hmm. sir, look, listen to me. See what you made me do. Yeah. Well, the thing I. <laughs> I just thought I touch on something, but you know, I can't, I cannot uh, sing Coat of Many Colors. 
Really? I can. Yeah. I can't sing it in front of people. I get very emotional. Yeah. Well, so, I, I, and I mean, it's part of it. I mean, we're human, right? Right. And it, it's part of it. So I never, I never, I never covered uh, that song on stage. Um, but there's lots of songs that I've covered that, you know, they are quite em- emotional. And uh, it's pretty tough sometimes to get through them. And if they're way too tough, then you've got to like remove them. Um, <laughs> because you, if you can get your, yeah, you can get in that place, but then you have to, you kind of just got to get above it. You got to rise above it. And above all, if there's someone in the audience who's really, really connecting to the song, do not look at them. No looking. <laughs> Don't look at them. You catch their eye. It's just like, oh, I'm gone. But I, I, yeah. I, I'm pretty good at just kind of dissing myself. I, I tend to have my emotional time just before. And yes. then I just, I just kind of talk it through, you know, because I'm yeah. telling a story. And then I just kind of, now I can sing it. Mm-hmm kind of have to I was looking at this list now of the Emmy Lou songs you were asking me about yes making believe oh I love that yeah and beneath the waters those are the two that I I, I had sung of hers in the show because she was the second part what else honey is more in there and when um, you're when you're with the um uh trouble with girls uh do you do three-part harmonies do you do the Emmy Lou Dolly and um no, our travel group is Celtic mostly. Oh, it's Celtic. Okay, I, I get it. But I was in a group, a trio. Um, we did about three or four shows, uh, Keila Glyden and uh, Marcella Richard. And yes, we did. We did those three-part harmonies. And I think I had a couple of them up on uh, my on YouTube, don't I, Julius? Talking to Doolittle here. I call him my do, but it's Julius. Yes. Um, yeah. So that we did some really nice three-part harmony with our treble group. We do three-part harmony, but it's it's a Celtic it's Celtic songs we do. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just acapella, like um, the Parting Glass. I don't know if you're you're familiar with the Parting Glass. It's an old mm-hmm. it's an old Irish way to end an evening or a gathering, and it's all it's just an acapella. So beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was there any one or anything uh, that was instrumental to what you're doing today? Well, like when I, I grew up in a, a musical family, my dad couldn't sing, but he could dance like crazy. Wow. But the guy that would be at the back of the hall telling us if our, you know, if we were tuned or if we were too loud or, you know, he knew what sounded good. He just couldn't sing. But um, as by myself, I always seemed to think, uh, I knew I knew that I could sing, but I didn't have the confidence to do it myself. Like I, I would rather have someone there with me. I had to work through that. I find now I can kind of relax a little more. I'm always nervous before any performance. I think that's if you're not nervous, you you'd been doing it too long. I think, and uh, but I'm able to interact better and and have nice feedback and and I don't just interaction it's easy coming easier for me I'm finding that I I have to sometimes you have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situations like even music on deck because you're all by yourself you're just singing yourself there's no harmony you're just your guitar and you it's very raw music 
And that was hard for me to do. I always used to do it with a partner or, you know, at least one other person. And then I just said, you know what, I got to make that leap. I've got to do that because if I don't, I'm not going to grow as an artist. I'm not going to be able to take it any further. So I just put myself up there and, uh, and now I, I can do that. I feel sometimes you have to get out of your comfort zone and just go for it. I mean, they're either going to love you or like you. Like I said on the ferry, like, you know, you're my captive audience. So the only way to get off of this boat is to jump overboard. So I don't think I have to. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But That's it's wonderful that you challenged yourself professionally like that, because a lot of people wouldn't do that. A lot of people wouldn't recognize, but there was part of you uh, that you felt that you knew that you could do it. And you challenged yourself to do that. And it's true. It's, it's not always a comfortable place to be. No, but I think it, it makes you work harder. And I think it, it makes you strive to do better because you don't have anybody else to fall back on. So you just do a better, you know, you do the best you can. And Mm -hmm. hopefully that it comes across that way. Um, I had a show that I did um, based on a a song that I wrote about my one room schoolhouse that I went to as a child and my dad and his dad and infinity and beyond went to. And uh, I did a show called one room schoolhouse and it was just me. And I came in dressed as a school mom back in the, you know, the days of the one room school I had everybody do recitations and I took roll call and I asked them questions and I had history of the schoolhouses and, and I songs that I'd written myself songs that actually I, I used at Loretta Lynn's uh, uh, where I learned to pray because it's to do with the school, you see. Mm-hmm. And I was like nervous as heck because it was just me, but it went over really well. And I was proud of myself at the end of it. I, I thought, you know, then, and I had a full house again and it was really well. That's something that I wanted to do again, but COVID hit and we had to kind of put it on a back burner. Mm-hmm. But then Loretta Lynn, she came along. And so I, I am just loving the show. I'm having a great time. Um, sometimes I'm going right from my work. Do you want to know where I work? You can tell us where you work if you want. I work at the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I come from yes. the liquor store door on a like at a five o'clock and I we drive to the manse it's about a 45 minute drive hey? mm-hmm. and uh I just sit down put on my first outfit and I let the my, the little girl do my makeup and that relaxes me so much and then she does mm-hmm. my hair and then I'm ready for the show awesome. well that's awesome uh that's awesome uh you just go from um you know, one thing uh, to another, and uh, you're really living your life, and you're truly gifted in so many ways. And I love that you uh, have stepped into or activated your genius um, in knowing that you could do that one room school house show yourself, you just organized everything did everything. And that's incredible. And that's something definitely to be proud of, because as an artist, doesn't matter what artist you are, it's really um, uh, difficult for many people to um, share their art with someone else, whatever that may be. And you're certainly multi-talented with your art, throwing it out to the world, to your audience, and hoping that they're going to enjoy being in your company and receive your gifts the way that you are uh, 
giving them. And I just think it's, it's, it's wonderful that you're self-actualizing your gifts the way you are. But you're listening to the Rhonda Grant Show right now uh, with my guest, Jolie uh, Patkai. It's just been a fun uh, time for sure. How many people contact you, Jolie? How can they contact me? Yeah, uh, like if somebody wanted to contact you to find out how they could get uh, tickets to the show, uh, if somebody wanted to contact you um, to get one of your CDs, uh, to find out what you're going to be up to next. Okay. Well, uh, as far as the show, Loretta Lynn Show, uh, you can contact Music at the Mance. It's in Marshfield, Prince Edward Island. And the phone number is 1-902-213-2861. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Jolie Pakai, and I have a web uh, site called www.jolie.ca. Uh, the, the thing, um, yeah, you can go through the website if you wanted a CD. I have two under my belt. Uh, Going Home was my s- second one. My first one was Shore Rhapsody, and that was a kind of based around the... Um, my love of the ocean. We live on a beautiful island. You know, you can go half hour in any direction and hit water. So anybody who doesn't love the ocean should, shouldn't live on Prince Edward Island. Mm-hmm. I love oh. Prince Edward Island. Yes, you. I miss I, it. I really miss it. Mm-hmm. My daughter lived there for a few years and, and we really miss it. Um, it, it was a wonderful place to be. And we went to uh, uh, some of the places to swim. And uh, boy, it's cold. And the, and the sand is really red. <laughs> well, now we do have red soil, but we do have beautiful white sand beaches. Mm-hmm. You know, I start swimming this year. I started swimming this 16th of May. And last year, I swam to the 25th of November. So I guess I'm just, I just, my husband's oh crazy, but I... I love it. It's my happy space. It's where I go to just refresh and relax. And uh, yeah, so I guess to me, the water is not cold, but that's, I'm a little crazy, I guess. (laughs) Well, you must be thick skinned. Uh, I'm thin skinned and I recognize people that are thick skinned. Uh, I'm very sensitive to hot and cold and uh, all that sort of stuff. And some people, I feel things that people don't feel on my skin because it's so it's so thin okay mm-hmm. I'm like my grandmother do you feel like you've been called uh to your mission in life or your walk I think so I mean I think there are many folks people out there who are very talented but they never they never go that extra little push to to share it but I've always felt that if I have something that I can share with someone who maybe is going through something hard in their life, or if something that, that uh, some song that I've written strikes a chord in someone and makes them feel better or just makes them happy. And some, some songs can make you sad. There's no doubt about it. I mean, all those old country songs, Mm -hmm. I think, I think it's, it's, it is my calling because I, I enjoy it. And it's not always easy for me to do. And I'll just say that because like I say, I'm a very self-conscious person. I'm not a person that can go and sit alone in a restaurant by myself and eat unless I have a book mm-hmm. <laughs> or I, I, I'm just like that. That's why I say I, I have to push myself out of my comfort zone. And then when I do, I grow. 
Mm-hmm. Well, well, a lot of I share with people things that, you know, like they, they'll come up to me different places and say, you know, we, we love mom and me, we just love listening to those videos. And that's something that I just started doing with my mom, because with COVID, everything shut down. And music makes everything better. I'm sorry, you can't go to church and without music would be dull. There's, there's no, if there's no score, music score to a movie would be pretty flat and lifeless. And I just felt there was a, there was a need and people needed to hear some music. So I just went with my mama and we just started singing songs. We got, we had quite a following and, and I don't do it to be, Oh, look, look at me, look at me. That's not why I do. No, you can tell it's not about that, but what a beautiful collection of memories uh, that you've put together uh, with your mama. Uh, it's, It's just beautiful. And I love it because you know, you'll say, okay, mama, do you want to do the harmony? Or do you want me to do the harmony? And you do the lead, you know, and sometimes it gets mixed up. And it's just so real. And it's so beautiful that I every time I I come across one, I stop and I listen. um, Because it's it's really a friendly, warm, soulful thing to do. And I think a lot of people uh, wish that they could just do something like that, like you, your ability, your a nat, you have a natural ability, and probably because you were raised in music or on music or with music, mm-hmm. and a lot of people tend to, uh, are, you know, follow uh, that passion when they learn something really young, and it's part of their life. Yeah. Um, but when you say about being, it's difficult for you, you know, getting on the stage and and doing all of that. A lot of art- artists are introverts. And they don't like a whole lot of um, uh, attention and things like that. And they just, they do their best work. And people don't realize the amount of work that you've had to put into this to be as great as you are, that has sold out uh, shows, sang from one island to the one side of the island to the other. I mean, it takes a lot of work to learn a song and all the chords and get it right and be tuned and, and do everything perfectly so it's almost automatic by the time you get up to the mic or get up to the show and there's a lot of people that would do a lot of things if they didn't have to put in all of those hours of practice because there's not a lot of people that can commit at that level well and so I commend you for what you are doing what you continue to do and to share your gifts with the people uh, that come to see you because it really is you're you're sharing your love of music and your love of the country artists um, that those people are taking home and they'll remember that and talk about that whenever they can to anybody. And that's why you're successful. Well, I, I try to do my best, you know, and I think I think it's important to be humble. It is important to be humble. And you know, because that's you- what makes you great is because you're humble. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, maybe that sounds not very humble thing to say, but what I'm saying is I think you have to appreciate when people come out to see you, they're taking their time, they're choosing, choosing to spend that evening or that hour or whatever, or even just that little five minutes on, on, on FaceTime, Facebook with you, they could be doing anything else, Right. So it's a very, it's a bit, it's an honor. I feel it's humbling. It's humbling. It is humbling that people are coming out to watch you do what you do. It, it is very humbling. And um, 
and I and I think it's great. And when whenever I see you, you, there's no I don't feel that there's any ego there at all. You're, you know, you're so real. You know, I wish there was more of you. <laughs> I am a real person. More people <laughs> like you. More people <laughs> like you. What extraordinary discovery have you found in your life, Jolie? Well, I guess just the fact that I, I, that I can do something I love. And maybe even love it. Or maybe even love it. Well, I don't know. You know, I wouldn't want to say that. But I, I mean, everybody has different tastes. So, I mean, you know, some people might not even want to even listen to this kind of things that I do or, or the type of songs that I sing. I mean, I, I have written a lot of original songs too. And like, and kind of like Loretta, it, they all kind of stem from something that I've gone through in my life or somewhere I've been or someone I've met or, you know, so it means something. Um, I just, I don't know. I love it and I'm mm-hmm. enjoying it and I'm, I'm glad that folks are enjoying it too. So I guess, I guess that's what I, I take from it. And I know when, when folks go away from a show, they said, I remember when that song came out. Yes. I what I was doing then I could I almost forgot about that song you brought it all back to me and it was a certain time in my life that I I was at a low point or it's a time in my life that I was so happy and you know so it, it brings people it's memories That's it is it, memories it's a window uh, into uh, people's past and where they were at that moment when they heard that song, learned how to sing that song, maybe they play guitar too, and sat down and played it in their living room. I mean, um, a lot of people remember where they were when they heard certain things, especially news events. But a lot of people remember what they were doing when they were learning how to sing a song. I mean, I, I remember most of the time where I was when I was trying to sing a song, where I lived, uh, who I was with, what the era was you know, and things like that. So you're tickling uh, their past, right? Right. And so if it's really emotional, yeah, they're going to cry when they hear you sing that song, because you're bringing back a load of memories that they had tucked away that they didn't know were going to come to the surface. Mm-hmm. And even some of the songs that they're, that I guess were kind of new to me, they're just because they weren't maybe the ones that she, I'm talking Loretta now. Yes. Uh, she didn't, maybe sing as much in her big concerts like uh, uh, if I could only hear my mama pray again well you know when I talk about that I think about my mom and I talk a little bit about you know how how much we you know if because most of the a lot of the audience they're older not everybody I'm getting books into it which is really cool because I'm not I'm not young you know I mean I'm almost 60 so <laughs> but well, that's wonderful. But You're just they, stepping into your best part. I guess, eh? The next uh, <laughs> 10 years. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 I'm enjoying it. I really am. I'm hoping that um it'll go on for a little longer. I mean, as long as there's people who want to come to that type of a performance and kind of just get a, you know, just get taken back in time, then uh, we'll keep it going. Yes. Well, if I was in Prince Edward Island, I would definitely come to your show. So I hope that you're going to be playing uh, these types of venues for a long time, because I do. uh, My husband and I really want to get back out and enjoy 
the food. Um, one of the biggest things is the food. Um, but we'll definitely, if uh, you're doing a show, we'll come and see you. I want to thank you very much for being my an extraordinary guest on my show, Jolie. I was so looking forward to interviewing you. We've had a fantastic time. So I thank you very much for your time. Well, listen, I'm just honored that you reached out to me. And I enjoy, I've enjoyed it immensely. And it's, I'm, I haven't met you face to face, but I feel like I know you now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like I know you too. It's through music. It's through art and, and uh, the songs that you sing. And I know the feeling of those songs. And I, I mean, it's a, it's a nice uh, feeling to have. I've really appreciated having you on the show. Well, thank you so much, Rhonda. It's been a pleasure. I hope to talk soon. And you take care. Bye now. Theme song coming up for the Rhonda Grant show, Sun on the Water, is composed and performed by my friend John Park Wheeler. This is Rhonda Grant with the Rhonda Grant Show, author of Magical Forces Within, Extraordinary Discoveries in an Ordinary Life, inviting you to look for the magical forces within yourself today and every day. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in to the Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. If you would like to find out more information about Rhonda and her upcoming guests and the work that she does, go to her website, rondagrantauthor.com. That's rondagrantauthor.com. 